Turn over to uh, Proverbs chapter 2. So in chapter 1 of Proverbs, as we uh, studied over the past couple of weeks, um, prior to last week, uh, we looked at, uh, of course, chapter 1. And in chapter 1, the, the prologue, the introduction to the book, we find the purpose of the book in the first six verses, and then we find the theme of the book in the seventh verse, uh, which is uh, how the fear of the Lord will lead one to knowledge. It's the beginning of knowledge. Uh, the next couple of verses there in chapter 1, as a review, is uh, about listening to one's parents. And then uh, the last verses that we went through uh, were that of uh, the danger of evil companionship. Uh, and then the, the last section of the, uh, chapter 1, there's the importance of listening to wisdom while there is opportunity. Now the second chapter, as we're getting into it tonight, uh, deals with the benefits of seeking after wisdom. This is fatherly advice, uh, once again, that, that Solomon is giving. Uh, the first portion of this, the first four verses, is uh, an admonition to search for wisdom with diligence. And then the latter part, uh, verses 5 through the end of the chapter, uh, is a list of benefits that will come from um, such a search. So let's start with the first four verses uh, and look at the benefits of seeking after wisdom. Uh, they are only found if we seek with the proper disposition. All right. So the qualities of a diligent search for wisdom um, starts with, um, well, let's look at verses 1 through 4 here. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call out for insight and raise your voice for understanding, if you seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures, then you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. I went on to verse 5 there to finish the thought that, that Solomon was, was providing there. So first of all, in the first verse there, um, this search for wisdom requires a willingness. Uh, a willingness to be receptive to the words of others and a willingness to treasure uh, or highly value or remember the commands of wisdom. The next couple of verses detail the requirement that we have to um, engage with wisdom, engage in the search for wisdom. Um, it says, of the ear. So we have willing to hear wisdom, that's of the ear. We have willing to understand, that's uh, an engagement of the heart. And then willing to cry out for discernment and understanding, that is an engagement of the mouth. So we have ears, heart, and mouth that are all engaged, should be engaged in our search for wisdom. Now, uh, verse 4 teaches us that it requires seeking and searching with the same fervor as seeking for silver and other hidden treasures. We'll talk more about that in a few minutes. So a diligent search for wisdom requires an all-out effort on our part. It requires our mind, it requires our heart, and it requires our body with our, our mouths. So Solomon explains it in this way then. Uh, Christians today experience it, uh, experience these searches for, or the searching for wisdom in a number of different ways. Uh, one of those is... Uh, it requires hearing the word of God. Right? Solomon says, "Inclined, or incline your ear to wisdom." 
I mentioned this this morning in, in Bible class. The Bereans, as mentioned in Acts chapter 11, verse 17, Paul write, or, uh, Luke rather, uh, writes, Now these Berean Jews were more noble than those in Thessalonica. They received the word with all eagerness, examining the scriptures daily to see if these things were so. So the Bereans had an inclination of the heart. They were inclining their ear to hear wisdom. They were wanting to do this. Um, so today, of course, we can do that through listening to preachers and teachers carefully, doing so with eagerness, studying the Bible on your own. That's the other part of Acts 17.11, in which they search the Scriptures daily, examining the Scriptures daily. Um, so again, it requires an action on our part. It is an active search for wisdom. Uh, it also requires meditating upon the Word. As we study, as we've been talking about uh, as well in our Sunday morning Bible class about how to study the Bible, meditation is an important part of it. Uh, when, when Solomon says, apply your heart to understanding, uh, he's teaching us that we need to take time to reflect and ponder on the Word. And that's something that Paul alludes to as well in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. Now the psalmist um, sung about his meditations in Psalm 119. Uh, verses 97 through uh, 100. Let me turn over there real quick. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the age, aged, for I keep your precepts. So, meditating on the Word daily brings one closer to God. It brings one, or it makes one uh, more full of wisdom, as the psalmist says. I understand more than the aged. Wisdom often is referred to as something that comes from those who have lived a long time and gained the experience to provide wisdom about things. Um, but uh, being in God's Word and gleaning from God's Word, His wisdom, we can become uh, wise as well. Um, another part of this is prayer. It requires diligent prayer for wisdom. When uh, uh, Solomon wrote in verse 3, he says, Cry out for discernment. Lift up your voice for understanding. That sounds like a prayer to me. James 1 verse 5 says we need to ask, with, uh, ask in prayer with faith. And of course, Jesus teaches us in Matthew 7 verses 7 through 11 to ask, seek, and knock. It is a persistent asking. So we should be diligent in our prayer for wisdom. It also requires the same effort that others expend seeking for material wealth. Verse 4, I think, uh, speaks measures to, to this uh, teaching uh, and this, this little chunk of wisdom that we can pull from Proverbs. Verse 4, he says, seek, um, seek it like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures. In Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Colossians 2, verse 3. So, a simple test and uh, I guess a challenge more or less uh, for us 
this evening and going throughout the week. Uh, a test for how you are, whether or not you are um, putting forth the proper, proper effort in seeking wisdom. Do you work as hard for your employer as you do for seeking God's wisdom? Let me ask it a different way. If you were working as hard for your employer as you do seeking for God's wisdom, would you still have your job? Because if we look at what, Paul, or at, uh, what Solomon says here, we're supposed to seek wisdom like silver and search for it as for hidden treasures. And for most of us, we work for silver. We work for money. We work to earn a living. But are we giving as much effort to our seeking of God's wisdom and studying the Word and putting it into practice in our lives as we do our jobs? So finding God's wisdom today requires the same diligence that it did in Solomon's day. Things aren't that much different today as they were then. Of course, we have a lot of different technologies and such, but uh, if anything, we have more uh, more of God's word available to us than Solomon did in his day. We have more wisdom to glean from. Um, not to mention, we have the Messiah, something that Solomon didn't have. We have so much more than what they had in Solomon's time because we are living in the last days. We have the Messiah. We have the salvation uh, provided through him. Of course, um, what we talked about this morning with forgiveness. So is the effort that we're supposed to be spending to find wisdom, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Next week, we're going to look at verses 5 through 22, the latter portion of this this, uh, um, chapter. And we're going to find out what the benefits of diligent search for wisdom are. We're going to look at that piece by piece uh, and break down the different sections that that Solomon puts in there. and we're going, to go, we're going to go point by point through this, and we're going to look uh, at all of these benefits that come from searching uh, for wisdom. So, uh, in closing tonight, uh, the effort that is required to obtain God's wisdom, just to kind of recap everything, uh, we need to hear the Word of God. We need to be inclining our ear to wisdom. We need to meditate on the Word of God. We need to apply our heart to understanding. We need to ask in faith for wisdom. And we need to highly value its worth. Because as we talked about this morning, forgiveness is a wonderful blessing and is a wonderful gift. But the wisdom, the knowledge that we find in Christ, as Paul wrote, in Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. There's so much more to Jesus than just the forgiveness and the salvation that we have available. There is wisdom and there is knowledge. And if we are putting forth the proper effort to that, we will be blessed. And we'll talk again more about those benefits next week. So tonight, if the church can assist you with any need that you have, if you desire to be baptized uh, for the remission of your sins, or if there's anything else that we can assist with, now is the time that you can come forward while we stand and sing.